Things we talk about on this podcast are just our opinions. They may be strong opinions, but we don't expect everyone to agree with us. However, we do hope that you will continue listening and interacting with us on social media in order to keep the conversation going. You're listening to the Mr. and Mrs. Baumas Podcast. first podcast if only you could have heard the intro what was the intro the intro was what we were just arguing about oh, okay we're arguing about what we should podcast about in case you were wondering for right now we're going to talk about language and how that looks in everyday life from a christian worldview uh, i know growing up we always were told cussing is bad you shouldn't cuss. There's this list of words that you can't say. Even though I probably didn't even know what those words were until I was like 10 and still didn't know some of them. Did you have the same experience? No, I knew what the words were that I wasn't <laughs> allowed to say. <laughs> I, but yeah, we did. We had a list of words we weren't allowed to say. Yeah. I remember neighborhood kids who would say bad bad words when i was a kid and i couldn't say those words i didn't how, know what they meant how bad were those words though did they say words oh like, man they said like poop no they said like they said like the f word oh, okay. straight up yeah i mean like for sure that f bomb though that F bomb. um this this podcast we're going to be talking about cussing and slander and gossip and how damaging some of those things can be and how um, maybe cussing is not as bad as we always thought it was. So we're going to be talking about cussing and slander and gossip and what the Bible says about it and what we as Christians should do. And what our opinion is. And even if you're not Christian, maybe like this is a good idea to do just because it makes the world a better place. First off, we're going to just come out and say it. Um, in case you're wondering... We just don't think cussing is that big of a deal. Depending on how it's used. Yeah. I think that cuss words themselves are not a big deal when you do not use them to uh, tear down other people. I think that when they're used to call people names or tear down other people, that's when the problem comes in. Yeah. So we've actually got a pretty well-formed idea on this because we've been thinking about it for a long time. Hmm. So let's just throw this out here. You've got social media and such a terrible place, really. But you've got a world of Christians and non-Christians. But we'll just say there's a bunch of right-wing fundamentalist Christians out there that just love to throw our president under the bus, call him terrible names, slander him and his wife, and anybody who supports him. They love to spread rumors about him, share pictures that aren't even real, that are doctored to make him look bad, or his wife. We've seen both. And they see no problem with this because they don't agree with his political beliefs. And now maybe you're thinking that we're just like grouping a whole bunch of people together. Now, that may be so. Maybe we shouldn't do that. But you can't deny that this doesn't happen. It happens all the time. Not like we're perfect, but... 
it's interesting to me how Christians can take such a big issue with a list of bad words you're not supposed to say. But we can absolutely tear our president apart. Or anybody. Trump or Bernie Sanders or anybody. I mean, I, I'm not... Clinton. Yeah, or Hillary Clinton, even, even if she is guilty of what she did. So, now granted, I'm not a Trump supporter and I've probably said things that I shouldn't about Trump. Um... But I think Trump's a perfect example of someone who uses language very poorly in his, um, oh, that's a cute baby, what? <laughs> oh. So, anyway, um, so let's talk about, let's talk about cussing. Tori already said she, she thinks that cussing's, cussing becomes a big deal when you use it to tear down other people. So, what I find interesting is, I, I've been using the word crap as a part of my natural language for years, and so do many other Christians. The word crap means poop. I hear Christians use this word all the time. But for some reason, there's still a lot of Christians that have tons of issues with saying shit. Now I'm not I'm not at all like I don't want to just I don't want this podcast just to be all about pissing people off. It's not what I'm trying to do. But it just it blows my mind that we can sit here and say that crap is okay, shit is not okay. You can be a Christian and say crap, but if you say shit, well, you've got a problem. When they mean 100% the exact same thing. Well, and not only do they mean the exact same thing, but who is it that gets to decide which one is bad and which one's okay? It's a completely society-dictated prospect. I mean, aspect. But it's, it's ridiculous. The fact that some words are fine and some aren't just because of what people say... Yeah, no, it's completely it's completely cultural and subjective. Like language changes constantly. Yeah, these words didn't even exist a hundred years ago. We've just decided, oh hey, they came into well, some our of language. Them did. Some of them's been around for a really long time. I guess that's true, but some of them didn't exist. So the fact that we want to say, oh, these words that didn't even exist two hundred years ago, we're gonna say that the Bible tells us not to say them. But the Bible doesn't even actually give a specific list of words not to say. You know why? Because it can't. Because it's, it's religion. It's pharise, it's pharisutical to just give a list of words that you can't say. Well, in the majority of Bible verses that talk about language and what kind of language we're supposed to use, don't actually focus on the words themselves, but the intention behind them. And what was that verse in Ephesians, Zach? Oh, uh, there's a few. You've got Ephesians 4.29. Let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word is good for edification according to the need of the moment. Actually, I hate that translation. Let me find a different translation. Um, okay, here's the ESV. It's going to need a lot of editing. Ah, it's no big deal. Okay, so I'm just going to read a few of these verses and we're going to talk about them. Not to bore you guys, but I mean, it's kind of important. Do just like one and then we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So you've got Ephesians 4.29. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. 
So my, do you have something to say real quick? Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, this is one that we've talked about a lot because the idea of corrupting talk doesn't exactly mean what most people think it does. The definition of corrupting means basically like destructive, hurtful. Like, yeah. I mean, think about it. To corrupt something, what do you do? You're, you like, you like make it into something that's not what it is, right? You're yeah. corrupt, you're corrupting it. Um, so I mean, to, to gossip or slander, to like spread like false information about well, somebody. Even true information, if people don't want it known or it's pri- like private or personal. Right. It's still corrupting. Yeah, exactly. And, and, um, but only such as good for building up as fits the occasion. I find that as fits the occasion, like, and very important. Like, we're supposed to be really wise with our words as Christians. And we're supposed to be really, um, above reproach and use our words to, to love people and to build them up. And I, I see the church doing a horrible job at that. And I, when I say the church, I mean the body of Christ as a whole. And social media has been a huge cancer, I think, in this area. We don't know how to use it. And, I mean, I'm, I'm just as guilty, but I also get really upset when I see Christians just misusing social media for their own agendas. And it's, it's frustrating. But do you got anything more about to say about that verse? I mean, I think, I think that verse is pretty clear. I mean, it's, you know, corrupting talk isn't a list of cuss words. Um, so you've got Colossians 3 8. But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Obscene. This one is a little bit more debatable. I mean, if people want to say that they have a problem with cussing, I have no problem with that. If their language is uplifting. If they if they use their language to destroy people, I'm not going to take anything they say seriously. So if there are people out there who want to take this interpretation of the word obscene and say that it includes coarse language like curse words then i can accept that as your opinion but i think that it is not a completely black and white issue because obscene language could just be talking about vulgar sexual things or gory stuff like blood and guts i don't know well i think paul writes this stuff for a specific reason like he's he's saying be respectful of other people like you're not just and you're not gonna just Go, I can't even think of it like a situation, but. I mean, you're not going to sit at a funeral and start cussing about the person who's laying there dead in the casket. Or, I mean, you're not going to go to your great grandma's house and start cussing her ear off unless she's okay with that, I guess. Yeah, like for instance, like Tori and I, none of our words offend each other. We don't use our words to tear each other down. We never, ever call each other names. Well, I mean, I'm not, we're not perfect, but like, we don't cuss each other out. We don't use our words to tear, our cuss words to tear each other down. I mean, I'm sure we have times where we... arguments. Everybody has arguments, so... But, but our point is, we know what we can say around each other, and it's not obscene to us. So like, we're not going to go around someone who we know has a problem with those words and intentionally say them around them because it's just being respectful. Right. And I mean, we usually don't go to someone the very first time we meet them. And I mean, who is actually completely themselves 
when they meet someone for the first time. I don't know anybody. I'm not. I mean, you kind of put on a mask, which we shouldn't necessarily. We should feel comfortable enough to be real around people. But the first time we meet someone, we're not going to go into their home and start cussing about everything. I mean, the two of us have even talked before. We don't usually just cuss for the heck of it. I mean, we cuss when we're passionate about something. We We use strong language for things that need to be talked strongly about. I think the Bible has a very, like, um, I mean, especially in a lot of Paul's writings in the New Testament, there's a very, like, specific theme of, like, language is important, and we shouldn't use our words loosely. So this includes cussing, if you will, but this goes for all words. And I think that we need to start being more um, aware of how we use all of our words and not just don't cuss. Because it doesn't make any sense. People, we're not going to be taken seriously in this world. We already haven't been for how many years because we have a list of rules that we should or should, uh, things we should do and things we should not do. Here's another verse. When this one is obviously probably a little bit more like the direction Christians go when they want to say that cussing is absolutely not okay. Um, and it's, let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. Any initial thoughts on that, Tori? I mean, go ahead. I mean, to be honest, like, what I get from this, and it's not really the main point Paul's trying to, to make, but what I get from it is just, Instead, let there be thanksgiving. And this is something that I think we all lack and struggle with, is being thankful for what what we've been given. It's a hard thing to do, but going into the no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, the only problem I have with this verse is who gets to define what that is. Right. It's different depending on what social setting you're in. It's different depending on what culture you're in. Well, and back then, a lot more things were way more scandalous than they are now. Oh, yeah. I mean, they couldn't talk about anything. And I, I feel like it, again, has to do with what the other verse said, as fits the time and place. You know, I'm not going to go out and joke about sex with, like, anybody, but well, I'm fine joking about sex with you because you're my husband, and there's funny stuff that happens in your sex life sometimes. And let's not pretend like th- this guy writing this... Paul is the same guy who said that our works are like minstrel rags. I mean, I would, I would, some people would consider that crude. I mean, and that was probably extremely scandalous to say right. back then. I mean, because the women were sent out of the city when they were on their menstrual cycle because of how disgusting it was back then. But you know why he said that? Because it was strong and it got the point across. And so is he going against the very thing he said? I don't think so. I think it's just we need to learn to read this in context. Um... I think foolish talk could mean a lot of things. Um, I mean, I think... I think foolish talk has to do with just opening your mouth without thinking about what you're saying. Which is my I whole mean, life. I was about to say, it happens constantly. That's It's the kind of thing that gets you into trouble because you just start talking before you think about how it's going to affect someone, how it's going to make someone else feel, how people are going to react to it because you don't know how other people think about what you're talking about. I mean, honestly, this podcast that we're filming right now, some people may consider it completely foolish because it's going to offend so many people, but it's one of those things that we really feel like needs to be talked about. And 
whenever people around here talk about it, all we get to hear is how horrible it is and we're terrible people and argue about how cussing is a sin no matter what you say and you can't argue it away because the Bible says so. I think what we want to do with this podcast, honestly, this to me, this is a stupid debate to have with people because you're people. I mean, it's just, it's pointless. There's no reason to argue about this necessarily because there's a million other things that we should be worried about as Christians. Well, I think that the language aspect of it is, is impo- extremely yeah, important. important. The, the idea that it's not the curse words that matter. It's the way that we are talking to and about other people. I mean... Christians who are against cuss words and say that cussing is a sin, but then sit in their pew and gossip with their girlfriends after church, that's that's just yeah. as bad, if not worse. And that hypocrisy is so... It's uh, so, Yeah, it, it's it's incredibly detrimental to the church as a, as a body. People see that. I know people see that because I've been in churches where people outside uh, of the church who who would typically not come to church would see things like that happen and it would just steer them away. Well, yeah, we know people who are almost afraid to come to church because they're afraid that they're going to be gossiped about because they look different or because they don't come to church very often Yeah. because they don't behave the same way the rest of the Christians do. They don't want to walk into a church when people are just going to sit there and talk about them. And don't pretend like it doesn't happen, please, because we all know it does. I've been there. I've seen it. I've seen it happen with my own eyes and I've heard stories multiple stories of it happening so if you're listening to this podcast just don't dismiss that it's real um and chances are you probably participated in it at some point or another we want to build we want to break down certain walls that have been created within the church and this is just one of those the whole cussing topic it's a wall it's a wall of 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 religion and pharmaceutical nonsense I think is ridiculous. Granted, I understand. I completely understand if you think the F word is vulgar and should never be said. But, and that's it's your right to think so. It's it's fine. I get it. Some, I mean, I understand that some people will never be able to accept the F word as being an okay word. But this does not give us the right to judge people who do use it. Because you have no idea what culture they grew up in, what they've been through. It means people just communicate differently. And words mean what you want them to mean. Well, and if we truly want other people to feel accepted in church, we have to learn how to be comfortable around words like that, whether or not we are okay with them personally. I mean, our our whole opinion is that because we are allowed an opinion, other people are allowed opinions too. And that's perfectly fine with us. If we disagree with you or you disagree with us, our feelings aren't going to be hurt. It's a, it's a right you have as a human being to have an opinion. But... The point we want to get across is there are people who aren't Christians who maybe want to be involved in what we're doing, and they're not just going to stop cussing because we think it's bad. They may never end up thinking that it's bad or be able to edit themselves to stop cussing because if it's something that they were raised around or that they've been doing their entire life, it's not really that easy to just completely change. Yeah, and if you think they should, then they're not going to be able to do it on their own anyway. It's supposed to be Jesus doing it, right? So, like, it's not our place to say when and where Jesus is supposed well, to... Well, and I don't necessarily think that their their cursing changing is the most important thing in their life. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it all boils down to how do you treat others, how do you talk about others, how do you talk to right. others, and how do you love others. 
I mean, Jesus used strong language. I mean, this is the thing that I don't understand. The Bible is filled with offensive, provocative, strong words. Filled with it. Especially if you go back to the original text. It's just everywhere. But we are going to sit here and say that you can't say these words. These words. These words. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Well, and we have been, people have asked us a very good question of, won't cursing around other people hurt our witness? If people hear us cursing, aren't they going to think, oh, those people are cursing. They can't be Christians. But to be completely honest, that I guess that may happen. But if people are that quick to judge, it just shows that there's a problem with the human race completely because we shouldn't judge each other no matter what we're doing. But I've actually seen the exact opposite happen. Yeah. I've had times where I've been cursing and people are like, wait a second, I thought you were a Christian. I didn't know that you could curse and be a Christian. Maybe it's not as ridiculously full of rules as I thought. Maybe I could be a Christian. Yeah, and you know what that does? When that creates a conversation that you can sit down and have about language and how you can use language to edify other people. And when we say we cuss, we're talking when I stub my when I stub my toe, shit comes out. Um, you know, we the word joke. Shit. You don't. Poop <laughs> I, I I don't poop when I stub my toe. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm talking like... When we're passionate about an idea, something being ridiculous, we'll probably call it bullshit. We'll say that it's ridiculous, that or there's no we'll point. S- or if we think something's awesome, maybe forward to each other, we'll say that's fucking awesome. Like, it's just... I, I'm, I personally don't use the F word out in public very often. Only when I'm a little notorious because she knows um, my heart and using it. So, it's not like... I'm very careful with my words. I just am. Um, I mean, sometimes we'll be out to dinner and we'll be talking about something like extremely like mature and there'll be kids around and like Tori will have to remind me to like edit myself because there's like well, children Or at least around. lower your voice because there are children sitting in the booth behind yeah. us or something. But, you know, I, I, I want to be respectful of that. Um, but the thing is... People just can't get a pa- get past like the fact that I just said the f word. Like people won't be able to get past that, and that's what like is scary to me. Well, so like, let me, let me ask. Do you have something no, to say okay. real quick? Because I I, I just want to lay out a scenario. Let's say you got someone coming to your church visiting, and their life is literally just a wreck, like a lot of our lives are, right? Um, and and they they go to the altar, pastor prays with them, ask them what's wrong. And they say, my life's a fucking mess. What is that pastor going to do? Is he going to be taken back by that and possibly hurt his witness? Or is he going to be like, I understand. I understand, man. Like, there's something so powerful and relatable. Because cuss words are so passionate. Like, there, there's something, I don't know. That it, they can be used. They can be used for good. You know, I don't know. And some people say that, like, you can listen to cuss words and not be taken aback and not have to use them themselves. Or yourself. Let me. You can listen to cuss words and not be taken aback and still not use cuss words yourself. But my my whole idea is why does it matter that much if we choose to? Why, Why is it so important to people what words are coming out of my mouth as long as I'm using my words to lift people up, to help people, to encourage people. I'm not using them destructively to call people names, to tear people down. 
why does it matter if the word shit comes out of my mouth? Like, I, I just don't understand the reason behind the argument. If that's the most important thing when you're having a conversation with someone is that you can't focus on what they're saying because they're cursing, there's a problem. I, I, I just, I feel like the whole argument behind cussing is just ridiculous. There are so many other more important things in this world that we should be focused on than cussing. Yeah. And and we want, I mean, this is our first podcast and we want people to listen to it. Um we want to break down the walls. We're probably going to say cuss words on our podcast in the future. Um, I mean, we're not going to get crazy ridiculous probably on it. But the reason why we're doing this as our first podcast is for one, to let you know so that it doesn't surprise you. To let you know our stance on it so it doesn't surprise you. Um, and maybe there's some out there that are probably praying for our salvation right now. And that's fine. Do what you need to do. But honestly, you don't have to worry. We love Jesus. We love Jesus. We suck at... That's another word that's like... Never mind. <laughs> we'll talk about that word in a minute. We suck at being Christians. But that's well, the point. Christians in the sense of what they're supposed to be according yeah. to all the rules. I mean, that's the point, though, is we need Jesus. And other people need Jesus. And it's our job to love other people so that they can see the love of Jesus. Right. and It really doesn't get much more complicated than that. Yeah. And to be completely honest, most of our podcasts are probably, if you had to, like, rate them, they would probably be rated around PG-13. I mean, we're not just going to start throwing the F word around. We may cuss about some things if we get extremely passionate, but honestly, we really don't cuss that often. So don't be afraid to tune in and listen because you think we're just going to be cussing all the time if that's something you don't want to hear. I mean, we understand that. Like I said, if you... if we're allowed to have our opinion that it's okay. Other people are allowed to have their opinion that it's not okay. And we try to be respectful of that. So just to let everyone know, we aren't just going to cuss constantly on here. And if we do have a podcast that's a little bit more mature where we're talking about something like sex or we got really, really passionate and threw the F word around a lot or something, which I don't know if that'll happen, we'll try to warn you guys ahead of time and say there's a lot of language or that it's a very mature or, content. Or we'll bleep it out or something. We haven't decided yet. I kind of hate that, like, because it's just, like, I don't think the censorship is important. I think that who we are and what's coming out of our hearts is important. It's important to be honest. Well, whether it's that we were just warned. Yeah, whether it's good or bad, I think it's just good to be honest. Uh, even if it's not good, it's better. It's better to be honest, always. Um I'm going to share a verse here that I think is interesting. It's James. Um, if anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. And I think this, and James talks about taming your tongue a lot. I think this just goes back to literally learning how to control your freaking mouth. And it's so important. And I'm right there with everybody else. Um, honestly, though, in public situations, I don't talk much. And there's a reason why I don't talk much. Because, for one, I'm introverted. And when I try to be extroverted in public situations, I end up saying really stupid shit. <laughs> so I just stay quiet. 
because it's easiest. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of the same way, too. <laughs> Most of mine is just because I'm introverted, but part of it is because my mouth has been getting me in trouble since elementary school, probably yeah. even before. I was a very sassy child, and in elementary school, I used to get in trouble for talking too much and just being too loud constantly. So, I mean, I don't really talk a lot, but bridling I'm, my tongue is definitely something I could work on. I'm I think sure. for me, it's partially my anxiety. I'm afraid that what I said was stupid, even though it might have not been. So, therefore, I don't talk that much, which I'm working on that. I want to be an extrovert. Truly, in my heart, that's what I am. I just have anxiety about that. Um, but, you know, I think that everybody... I mean, James also says the the person who tames his tongue is a perfect man. I mean, you know, basically, if you can just master that, you're pretty much perfect. So that's probably why perfect people don't exist. Yeah, it's impossible. It really is. So we put these impossible standards on people, and then we ourselves don't keep them, but we expect them to, and we judge them very harshly when they don't keep them in the way that we say that they should. Well, and a whole other concept is... That we aren't supposed to hold non-Christians to the same standard as Christians. So right. if you want to hold your Christian friends to one standard, sure, whatever, that's fine. They still may not agree with you. But if you're holding random strangers on the street to the same standard you live by, you need to reevaluate yourself. because there's, there's something our pastor has said in the past that I really agree with. And it's how do you expect them to live like Jesus if they don't know Jesus? So the people on the street who don't know Jesus, you can't hold them to that standard, which is exactly what you just said. Yeah. But I just I want to share that side of it. But well, beyond that, if it's just somebody on the street, you don't even know anything about them. You shouldn't be judging the way they talk, the way they dress, anything about them because you don't know them. It's not fair. And Christians, it's hilarious because we constantly talk about how we don't judge or we shouldn't judge, but we are the most judgmental race of people that there are ever. I, I mean, it, I think a it lot makes of people, me sick. I think a lot of people would say don't judge, though, or the people outside the church who are sick of well, Christian Yeah, Christian. it's because yeah. they're tired of it. It's because they know that the Bible says not to judge, and it may be the only verse they throw around because they feel like constant. they're facing constant judgment from Christians. And, I mean, the Bible says to judge your brothers and sisters, but if they're not a Christian, they don't have to live up to the same standard as us. And God gave them that right to choose not to be a Christian. So if they choose not to be, you really shouldn't be judging anything about their no. life. They can have sex with whoever they want to have sex with. You know, I mean, they can say pretty much whatever they want to say. It's freedom of speech, you know. And, not, I mean, that starts getting political and all that crap. But, I mean, it's just... I mean, granted, there has to be laws and set in place and stuff to keep us sane. But um, other than that, though, I mean, you can't, as Christians, we can't dictate how other people should live unless they claim the name of Christ, too. And that's a whole and, other topic. And there will be people that say that what we're doing here is wrong. That's fine. We disagree with you. We'll strongly consider your point and go back to the scripture again. But, like, to me, it... It's simply so much more than what we've made it out to be. Well, and a lot of what we're doing with all of our social media is we just want 
to open the conversation in a real way. Yes, let's a talk lot of about times, it. A lot of times Christians say that they're willing to talk about something, but they're really not. They just want to all have the exact same opinion and throw their same opinion around so that they can get that confirmation bias that everyone is looking for because it's reassuring and it feels great to be in a room full of people who agree with you. But that's not a real conversation. If you, if all you ever do is sit down with people who agree with the exact same thing that you're saying, have the exact same opinion as you, you're probably in some sort of brainwash situation because humans aren't meant to completely agree on every single subject. It's sickening. But we definitely want to make it clear that that's what we're trying to do. We just want to open the conversation. And we're both young. I mean, Zach is only 23 years old. I'm 21. We do not pretend that we know everything. We know we're extremely young. We know that we have big opinions for such young people. But it's important to us to voice those opinions. Yeah, I think we're going to start wrapping it up, though, because we're running low on time. We want to keep this short for our first podcast so we don't bore you guys too much. But, I mean, this is a great conversation, and honestly, we could go on and on about it. There's so much that I haven't said yet and has been left unsaid that I wanted to say, but we won't drag this out. Um, But we hope that you guys keep the conversation going. We're going to probably talk about this subject more, and we'll probably blog about this often. Although, we probably won't spend too much time on it at the same time because I just feel like there's more important things that need to be discussed. Um, All in all, I think it comes down to are we being loving with our language? It's not a list of words. It's um, how do you treat others and how do you talk to others? And I think everybody in the world can benefit from talking uh, nicely to our neighbors. So with that said, we're going to finish this off and we hope to keep you guys listening and um, join us for our next podcast here in the next couple of weeks. Thank you guys and see you later. Bye.